What he desires is our heart, our devotion, our thanks, our praise, our us. It's the LifeSpring One-Year Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year, and it's Psalms Wednesday. We'll read chapters 48 through 50. The title of this episode is, The Motivation is Love. Now, being Wednesday, this is supposed to be our praises and prayer request day, but I'm going to push it back a day. As you know, I usually record a day ahead, so this show normally would be recorded on Tuesday. But I'm actually recording the show on Monday because the lovely Lady Leanne and I are going to be spending Tuesday with some lifelong friends, Mark and Karen. I told you a little bit about Mark just recently. Well, they live in the Palm Springs area, a little over an hour away, and there's an aerial tramway just outside of Palm Springs that takes you from the desert floor up to an elevation of 8,516 feet into the mountains, which are covered in snow right now. There's a couple of restaurants up there, and of course there are beautiful views, so needless to say, I won't be recording this show on Tuesday. In case there are prayer requests or praises that come in, expecting to be shared on Wednesday's show, I decided to push them to Thursday so they won't have to wait until this Sunday. Hope that makes sense. I know that was a lot of explanation, but I do like to keep you in the loop. Today, before we read each chapter, as always with the Psalms, I'll have a brief introduction and then I'll have some comments after reading today's chapters. Just a heads up, this will be a short episode, what with no prayer segment today. Now, before we read, let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you again for your word, and again, we thank you for the Psalms. I pray that as we read today, you would teach us, that you would touch our heart, and that you would touch our mind. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's begin. The title of chapter 48 is A Song, A Psalm of the Sons of Korah. The Hebrew word for song in the title is sheer which conveys the idea of a joyful song. The same word is used in Genesis 31:27, which says, Why did you flee away secretly and steal away from me and not tell me? For I might have sent you away with joy in songs, with timbrel and harp. It's also in Psalm 33:3, Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. And I've told you before that the sons of Korah were Levites, the tribe of priests, and they seem to have been a part of the music ministry of temple worship, sort of the worship band. Psalms chapter 48 The Lord is great. He should be highly praised. His holy mountain is the city of our God. Its beautiful peak is the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion is on the northern ridge. It is the city of the great king. God is in its palaces. He has proved that he is a stronghold. The kings have gathered. They marched together. When they saw Mount Zion, they were astonished. They were terrified and ran away in fear. Trembling seized them, like the trembling that a woman experiences during labor. With the east wind, you smashed the ships of Tarshish. The things we had only heard about, we have now seen in the city of the Lord of Armies, in the city of our God. God makes Zion stand firm forever. Selah. Inside your temple we carefully reflect on your mercy, O God. Like your name, O God, your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. 
Let Mount Zion be glad, and the cities of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk around Zion, go around it, count its towers, examine its embankments, walk through its palaces. Then you can tell the next generation, This God is our God forever and ever. He will lead us beyond death. The title of Psalm 49 is, To the Chief Musician, a Psalm of the Sons of Korah. Of this psalm, G. Campbell Morgan wrote, The teaching of the song is simple and sublime, present and perpetual. And I love this from Alexander McLaren. This psalm touches the high watermark of Old Testament faith in a future life. Psalm chapter 49 Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all who live in this world, both low and high, rich and poor alike. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. The meditation of my heart will give you understanding. I will turn my ear to a proverb. With the harp I will expound my riddle. Why should I fear when evil days come, when wicked deceivers surround me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches? No one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them. The ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough so that they should live on forever and not see decay. For all can see that the wise die, that the foolish and the senseless also perish, leaving their wealth to others. Their tombs will remain their houses forever, their dwellings for endless generations, though they had named lands after themselves. People, despite their wealth, do not endure. They are like the beasts that perish. This is the fate of those who trust in themselves and of their followers who approve their sayings. They are like sheep and are destined to die. Death will be their shepherd, but the upright will prevail over them in the morning. Their forms will decay in the grave, far from their princely mansions. But God will redeem me from the realm of death. He will surely take me to himself. Do not be overawed when others grow rich, when the splendor of their houses increases for they will take nothing with them when they die. Their splendor will not descend with them. Though while they live they count themselves blessed, and people praise you when you prosper, they will join those who have gone before them, who will never again see the light of life. People who have wealth but lack understanding are like the beasts that perish. Psalm 50 is entitled, A Psalm of Asaph. This is the first psalm we see from Asaph in the book of Psalms. We know from 1 Chronicles 15, 16, and 25 that Asaph was a great singer and musician in both David and Solomon's time. In addition, some of his psalms were prophetic. Psalms chapter 50 From the rising of the sun to where it sets, God, the Lord God, speaks, calling out to the earth. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines brightly. Our God is coming. He won't keep quiet. A devouring fire is before Him. A storm rages all around Him. God calls out to the skies above and to the earth in order to judge His people. Bring my faithful to me, those who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The skies proclaim His righteousness because God Himself is the judge. Selah. Listen, my people, I will now speak. Israel, I will now testify against you. I am God, your God. 
I'm not punishing you for the sacrifices or for your entirely burned offerings which are always before me. I won't accept bulls from your house or goats from your corrals, because every forest animal already belongs to me, as do the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every mountain bird. Even the insects in the field are mine. Even if I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you, because the whole world and everything in it already belongs to me. Do I eat bull's meat? Do I drink goat's blood? Offer God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Fulfill the promises you made to the Most High. Cry out to me whenever you are in trouble. I will deliver you, then you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, Why do you talk about my laws? Why do you even mention my covenant? You hate discipline, and you toss my words behind your back. You make friends with thieves whenever you see one. You spend your time with adulterers. You set your mouth free to do evil, then harness your tongue to tell lies. You sit around talking about your own siblings. You find fault with the children of your very own mother. You've done these things, and I've kept quiet. You thought I was just like you. But now I'm punishing you. I'm laying it all out right in front of your face. So consider this carefully, all you who forget God, or I'll rip you to pieces with no one to deliver you. The one who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving is the one who honors me, and it is to the one who charts the correct path that I will show divine salvation. Let's talk for a moment about Psalm 50. God, who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, does not find pleasure in the sacrifice of bulls or rams or, in our modern time, money. What he desires is our heart, our devotion, our thanks, our praise, our us. He wants a people who acknowledge him for who he is and what he has done for us. He wants us to desire to know him, not to go through religious motions with no heart. As you've heard me say, and maybe you're getting tired of it, but I never get tired of saying it, I am deeply in love with the lovely Lady Leanne. Of all the people on earth, she is the one who gives me a reason to get up in the morning. She is my world, and I still tell her multiple times a day that I do love her. But more than that, I still look for ways to show her that I love her, not because she requires it, but because I love to make her happy. And I would never dream of doing something that I know would make her unhappy, even though sometimes I do. And when I become aware that I've disappointed her, I try to be quick to apologize. She works outside the home, and most of the time I do my work from home. On the days when she has to leave early in the morning to go to work, I usually get out of bed to make breakfast for her. I don't do it because I have to or because it's an obligation. I do it because I love her, and it helps to make her day just a little bit better. The relationship that I have with Leanne is a type or example of the relationship God wants to have with us. He desires that we love Him and that we tell Him so, that when we do things for Him it's because of love, not because it's a requirement. As I find joy in doing things to make Leanne happy, God wants us to find joy in the things we do for Him. Think of all He's done for us before we even knew Him. He gave us the gift of life. He gave us a beautiful planet on which to live. He gave us music. He gave us sunshine. He gave us rain. He gave us puppies and kittens and the giggles of little children. And as a grandfather, that's one of the greatest sounds in the world. And he gave us his son, who so selflessly gave his life so that we could have fellowship with God for all of eternity. 
For the life of me, I can't understand people who reject such a God as this. Let me know what you think. Call the LifeSpring Family Hotline at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven or comment at comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. Tomorrow will be Poetry Thursday and we'll read Job 31 through 34. Today's show art is by Jason Paschal. And my thanks to the entire team, Kirsty, Denise, Michael Hayner, Scott Snyder, and Jason Paschal. God bless you guys. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. We will have prayer requests tomorrow, Thursday. Thanks for including me in your day today. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. All the programs in the LifeSpring Media family are made possible by the generous gifts of people like you. 